Thank you for tuning in to Underqualified Thoughts Podcast. My name is Andy Sullivan, and the other voice who you'll be hearing today is the one, the only, the Texas emigrant, Caleb Youngblood. He is my brother-in-law, and I am his brother-in-law. And so this podcast, as you would guess, is two brother-in-laws just talking about things that stem from our daily lives. We are going to be authentic, we are going to be transparent, and we are potentially going to get ourselves in trouble because we say things before thinking. But we'll see how much trouble we get ourselves into today. So before I throw everyone into the topic that we're going in for today, Caleb, how are you doing? Um, I've been doing all right. This week has been a wild ride, but I feel like here we are. That's the case for the both of us because <laughs> you had your own stuff and Caitlin went back to work this week. So now we're trying to juggle both being working parents with Lily. So we're both in a chaotic season of change. Yet somehow we still find a way to sit down over a Zoom meeting with microphones and talking to them on a Saturday morning. <laughs> on a Saturday morning after I've gone rock climbing and you probably woke up at 6 a.m. and watched a cat kill a mouse or something. Not yet. Soon. Soon she'll be up and running. Okay, so. What we're going to talk about today is what your, or what, not what your, what you had suggested that we talk about last time, but we didn't have time for, and that is the future, the unknown, the five years that lay ahead of us. And we initially, we're going to have this conversation be Caleb share his five-year plan and I share my five-year plan. But if anyone who knows both of us knows that there's something very different about Caleb and I, and it's that Caleb is a planner. Uh, I would even venture to say type A and knows what he wants out of life and is on top of things. I, on the other hand, am not a planner, very much type B. And if you asked me what my five-year plan was right now, I would probably just ramble for 10 minutes and then not have anything coherent. So, we're going to have the episode split up, and we're going to listen to Caleb first, because you said that you could talk for 20 minutes about your five-year plan, so that's what we'll hmm. be doing. So I just want to like preface, because you said I'm more type A than you, which is accurate, but I'm certainly not as type A as McKamey, my wife. Um, oh, and, yeah. and so there's, there, there's, there's a spectrum, people, and we have to remember that, because whenever I'm reading job descriptions or interview stuff like there's this question about planning and preparation and project management and things like this and um and i'm always reading it and thinking that's such a obscure question most of the time they're very obscure and being able to answer that with like verifiable how am i these things i think maybe the best way is to look at the differences between like myself and McKamey and the differences between me and Andy. Um, I imagine you're much more of a planner when it comes to work, but like, okay, maybe not. <laughs> He's shaking his head. No, you know, we are who we are. <laughs> I have, I've changed a lot in the last couple of years just with, you know, obviously coming out of college, getting married, having a kid. But what I used to say and I'd have to do some more introspection to see if it's still true now. But what I used to say is I only plan for two Fs, fun and finances. Everything <laughs> else in my life, I don't really have a plan for the go with the flow. Um, 
which obviously has made coming into the 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 ether of the adult world where there's no more like check marks it's like not just graduate high school graduate college like now it's like okay live the rest of your life that has been very difficult for me to navigate that and not feel like i'm just you know floating down a river and wasting my time but that's for another episode this is your episode so yes i agree with you there is a spectrum uh kami is your wife is like type a like the end of the spectrum like where it's like this is the most type a a person can get and you're you're over the halfway point you're on the type a side and then i am i would say when i was younger i almost could be the type b all the way on the other end of the spectrum but i feel like as i've gotten older i'm slowly moving more towards the middle but still very much so on the type b side and like a diagnostic question we could ask would be like andy have you like do you goal set every year no like the, the some of the things so this is very enjoyable and i'm glad that people get to hear this there are times where you just assume that people have the structure that you have. You're like, oh, you don't goal set every year or, oh, you don't plan on paying your house off uh, early. And like, oh, like all these things. Um, it's fun when we find more of them. And this is one of them. No, I do not goal set every year. Um, we have goal setting coming up at Wells Fargo. Like uh, you're supposed to set your goals in the first quarter of the year. And I'm genuinely going to have to go to my manager and be like, hey, can you help me do this? Like, I don't, like, I can't just like, one, because I'm new at the job and new in that industry. I don't really know, like, what measurable goals are. And two, because of who I am as a person, I'm just going to be like, hey, I need you to hold my hand and walk me through this process of setting goals. That's very, very, very interesting. And obviously there's a, I guess, a, a significant, like, difference um it's not like one is greater than the other it's like planners have their strengths and and pros and cons and then like those that don't plan have their strengths and pros and cons um or those that goal set you know their their failures are different than the ones that you know don't plan um oh yeah we all have our different strengths and weaknesses and no one has everything figured out and we just yeah we're gonna balance each other out so I agree with all of that, but no more, no more dawdling, no more dragging this out. Get into it. Talk to me through your five-year plan. So there's obvious like categories. Um, five-year plan for life is broken up for me in terms of like professional goals and then personal goals. Um, Let's I go. think it'd be apropos. What? Oh, go ahead. I think it'd be apropos to start with the professional goals because that's where we've been for quite a while in this podcast. I was going to say the opposite. Like that's when I was going to cut in. I was going to suggest you start with personal because we talk so much about professional and like, obviously we don't know the detailed five-year plan, but we all know your professional goal is to get out of teaching. So let's start with the personal one and then talk about the professional ones. And if we run out of time, then obviously your professional goals are just going to keep becoming apparent because that's what we talk about the most on this podcast. But is my is my professional goal just to get out of teaching, or is there more to it? Oh, what a hook, Ooh. Caleb. What a hook. If we actually okay, ended so- this podcast, I, I, we would clip that, put it at the front, boom. <laughs> that's funny. Um, okay, we can start personal. Obviously, <clears throat> this year is dedicated basically to 
the the starting of life with Miriam, my future child. Oh, um, interesting. You refer to her by her name, but you call Lily the child. You know, I've got to get used to calling things names. Calling things. Um, especially especially <laughs> children. <laughs> um, the same thing is true with a lot of other things in life. I just kind of call them not by their name. You know, I am becoming like Scott. It's 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 a little weird. Um, anyway, so this year is dedicated towards that. Um, maybe I go on record in saying that we're not, as a family unit, you know, maybe I have to cut this out later. I don't know. Um, we're not against just immediately... I'm 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 gonna look back on this in like three months and be like definitely not that, um, but according to McKamey and to myself we're not against trying to have another kid within the next two years year year and back a half to back. you know yeah back to back ish like obviously I could look back in June when we have our our kid and like wow like we're not ready for another one right now goals and plans they need to be flexible like. You shouldn't be just legally bound or, or be super legalistic about how you approach your goals. Um, and that's why most people fail with their little New Year's resolution thing. Um, it's just it's just not it. Whenever you like bind yourself to a number of, hey, I'm going to work out every single day for the rest of the year, like it's just not going to happen. Yeah, there's um, no flexibility or grace there. Yeah. So I think, yeah, grace is a good word for this whole conversation. So personally yeah like next two years two kids um we've spoken about adoption before like realistically what would that look like in three four years to to look into adoption um there's an interesting conversation there about is it um a sin of omission for believers that for example don't uh have kids or is it a sin of omission for people that don't ever consider adoption? Uh, a lighter weight example would would be like, is it a sin of omission to not fast? Um, we were talking with some friends earlier this couple a month ago, I think, and um, that came up like it wasn't a heated debate or anything. It was just like candidly, like what what does the Bible say about um, having kids? What does it say about looking into adoption? Um, so, long story short, um, me and my wife have, like, understood that adoption is precious. Obviously, we've been adopted into the family of God through Christ, and that that symbol, in a way, is a perfect analogy of what our own role in life should look like um, with, you know, the Bible highlights it. Um, um, what is this word? What are kids that are adopted? They are without parents. They're orphans. There it is. And uh, widows. So that's an interesting thing to think about in the next three to four years. Um, I've thought about like year five, six, seven, eight, you know, obviously we, we would have like, hopefully Lord willing, like these kids that are, uh, you know, elementary age, like they're running around starting first grade or second grade or whatever. Um, And one of my personal goals, write this down, is I want to play golf with Jimmy Hubbard and Miriam in five, six years. Yep. My goodness. Getting her yep. out there young. I mean, I can't I can't fault you too much because 
every time I go to the climbing gym and I see a dad with like, you know, a anywhere from like a five to eight year old girl, I just like die on the inside. And I'm like, those are my goals. We're going to do it. <laughs> um, anytime I see Lily grab something now that she's being able to start grab stuff, I'm like, come on, Lily, start your grip strength young. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing, one question that I have in there, something that you didn't mention is so you, well, you mentioned the elementary age is the goal public, private, homeschool. At the moment, we are very strong about homeschooling. Um, we've explored why. like what is the... biased opinion. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I think one of the alternatives would be private school, where McKamey goes and works at the private school, um, like, well, like North Hills tuition or, discount. Yeah, tuition discount deal. Um, at, with our current finances, that would be like, we it would be have to be a serious deal. <laughs> like, it oh, would yeah. have to be a kids go here free, work here free. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they normally do around here with that. I've heard of of deals like that before, and even like my friend for university, like he got free university because his his parents worked there. So I'm assuming there's some incentives. Um, but that'd be the only case that they'd really be able to go to private schools if it was subsidized in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you sounded very, the moment, Euro- you sounded very European. They are calling college university. I did. <laughs> yeah. You said my friend went to university. Oh, weird. I That's didn't realize funny. that was a European like thing to all of our European listeners out there. Um, <laughs> Hey, to be fair, we looked at our stats one time and we got like one hit from like Belgium. So you never know. Yeah, blame it on the routers. No, blame it on the VPN. (laughs) Um, But what were you saying at the moment? Yeah, so there would be very limited cause to go to like public school. I would be very hard pressed to find a good reason to put my like the question be in what world does Caleb put his kids in public school? (laughs) like i'm really not sure what world that looks like yeah i have no clue i like it that's a good answer that's thing yeah that i mean that's the whole point of the five-year plan is just understanding what the goal is for the kids as because yeah miriam will be coming may or june and it's hard for me to think about right now wrapping around like a five-year plan for the two of us is our kids are Lily will be five, Miriam will be about to turn five, and so they're not at the age where like they've either been going to preschool for a year or they're starting to go to school, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it definitely feels daunting to think about. But that's your personal life. You said uh, growing your family, schooling your family, uh, getting Miriam out on the golf course as soon as she can grab a club. Are there any other personal goals before we shift over to professional? I think there is a conversation there about, you know, what what does it look like for our literal home in five years? It may be more of the 10-year picture because there's a lot of family dynamics shifting around. Even if we have three kids, you know, obviously there's only two genders. So, like, boy-girl or boy-boy-girl or, like, girl, 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 you know, we have enough, uh, or boy, 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 like we have enough rooms to like 
to situate that. It's not like every kid needs to have their own room. Mm-hmm. But if we do what y'all want to do and have like 10 kids, um, <laughs> I just... I, I will I will clarify that record when it's my turn to share my five-year story. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, you said you wanted a quiver of arrows, and I don't know if you know how many a quiver is, but... No, no, no. You said the quiver. No. I just want this to be known. I heard that first from Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Because she's quoting Kevin DeYoung. Okay, well, Go on. don't don't bring Kevin into this. Um, <laughs> That's literally, he is the source of the quote. If you're going to cite the quote, it's him. Thank you, Kevin. Um, anyway, so I think at the tail end of the fifth year, I'd be like, okay, so what is what are the plans for the house here? Are we wanting to move out to the plantation? Are we wanting to build? Like, what? what's the goal there? You have um, to give context. You cannot just say move out to the plantation and keep talking. The ranch. The W bar ranch. <laughs> the Harrison's place. Um, my the in-laws. 220 acres that are owned by the Harrison family in Salisbury. The Harrison family being the family we married into. Yeah. Although I have it on strong account that this area probably was plantation land a while back (laughs) yeah let's definitely bring that up that'll be a super light not offensive conversation for us to have um let's uh circle back to this offline (laughs) all right so yeah so then you just added that house is a a big question in that so are there any other no no, I'm that sure would, you that could go a, on for be a, generic, a long time. Yeah, I could go on for a while, but like that's a generic, like overview for personal. All right, now let's hit it. Hit it with professional. Yeah. So professionally, if we weren't to like discuss too much about like transitioning from education, because that's been a droll topic for the past like I don't know, three months. The um, entire time we've been having this podcast. Yeah. Um, there's a lot I could say about where we're at now, but. Let's just say professionally, if we were to take like abstract out where I want to be outside of organizations, um, I want to be a leader within my field and I want to be like super good at one thing. Um, I mean, like I want to be really, really good at it and I want to be able to communicate about it and uh, tell others how to do that professionally. Um, Now, that's like super generic, but I kind of have to be because in education, that would look like um, going to the district level and working. I don't want to do the administration thing, uh, but district level, working with like employee engagement, generically speaking, that would be like a phenomenal way to like take my um, thoughts about people and then apply them in a way so that all these new teachers and even just teachers that are struggling can find an aspect about education that they enjoy and also apply themselves so that they stay with, with education a little bit longer. Um, and then within other companies, if I was to transition out, um, it'd be the same thing. I don't know if the, the topic would be the same, but the, the generic idea would be like, I want to be able to find that one, one piece about like professionalism that I absolutely like am really, really good at. Um, and then, be like the expert in that field so that I can lead others in that way. So is it fair to say then you want to become a people manager? That's a, that's a good way to put it. Um, 
like you want to excel at a topic so much that you're like you know you're a SME, you're a subject matter expert, and then you lead a team whose focus is working in that area. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. And that's like regardless of where I'm at, I just there's only so long that I think I can be just an individual gear in a wheel um or or a cog in a wheel or whatever it is like mm. i think i was made like to do a little bit more than that um and historically you, and at i think the very both, at least have a desire to do more than that yeah at the very least maybe we could go into the god called me to this or that conversation Ooh. wouldn't that be fun Ooh. um anyway i think all of us have leadership qualities um and in some ways more than others um, I think both of us definitely do um, more than others, but because I don't think our wives would have married, I don't, I don't think they would have married people that are husbands that don't have leadership qualities about them based on their father. Like, I don't, I don't think they would. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I pulled the wool over Caitlin's eyes. Maybe. I don't so think that's so. the... That's the overarching professional goal. Get into a field or within your current field. Understand something so well, forward and backwards, that you could then go to a level where you can lead and teach and encourage others. Yeah. Um, I, I've considered recently, like, what if God is just saying, and again, God calling me, you know, it's a really, <laughs> I don't know, like, th- this gets a little bit sketchy for me, but like, what if, I am to stay in education for the next five, 10 years. Um, like I, I've, I've thought about that. Like what, what if that's just where I'm supposed to be? Um, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that caught that thought, uh, keeps you up at night and makes you uncomfortable when you think about it. It does. Well, because th- look at Jonah, like we're, we're kind of deviating a little bit from the script here, but like, Oh, this is what we're here for. He, um, he definitely was told to do something and he ran away from it. And at the end of the day, he ended up where he was supposed to be, but not without a serious amount of turmoil. Um, are, you and so, me, are you telling me that you think that there's a chance that going to the professional world is your Tarshish and your whale is the fact that you've been searching for a job for six months? I didn't uh, bring this up to say that it isn't a possibility. There it is. <laughs> I like it. Keep going. Um, I mean, it could be, um, and, and there's a ton of conversation about like predestination and free will and like the sovereignty of God and all of those things that are like, we still make those choices. Uh, you know, I'm lifting my phone right now. I make this choice, but God knew that I was going to lift the phone. So there's just a lot there. And obviously we won't know the complete like plan of God until we're gone and dead. And even then there's probably, there's not just one or two reasons why God does what he does. There's you know, millions of reasons why God could decide for me to be here and not impact someone's life online, you know, with remote work. <laughs> you know, there's, mm-hmm. uh, there's a spider web of stuff. Um, but if education is the burden I must bear in terms of a job, um, how am I going to grow in that job um, so that I can maximize what God has given me? You know, that's that's kind of the question, which I... I it's scary to think about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's not... Yeah, I guess it is scary to think about in the sense that it's not the 
like if you were writing the script, it's not the script you would write for yourself. And it's scary to think about like, oh, I'm actually not in control. And what I'm desiring might not come to fruition. And then you have to go through the process of trusting that what does come to fruition is what is best for you. Yeah. But look at this. Who would have thought we would start a podcast called Underqualified Thoughts. We would talk about our five-year plans, which I would posit that everyone is underqualified to talk about because no one knows what tomorrow holds, let alone the next five years. And then, of course, as you were talking about it, you touched on a ton of things that we were underqualified to talk about, um, I suppose, from a theological perspective, because neither of us are seminarians or people who study this uh, at nauseum. Look at us. Who would have thought? You and me. Phenomenal. This is why we're here, people. And the best part is I just made a reference to a meme that you have no clue what I was referencing. That's embarrassing. Nah, it's okay. I'm sure there's a ton of people who don't know. Um, Speaking of a ton of people, um, this podcast is actually being listened to by, quote, a ton of people. I keep getting text messages from people from my church who are like, hey, I heard about your podcast. And every time my response is somewhere in the (laughs) variety of, oh, no, it's spreading. I'm scared. That's hilarious. So I hope this was good for them. Good for them. Keep making you uncomfortable. Yeah, I suppose it's good for me or something. I'm going to grow as a person because of it. Um, But what it's mostly going to do is cause me to say, hey, hey, you can't just throw around the terms like plantation and then just move on like nothing happened. We got to there are people listening who have no clue that our our family has lives on a massive farm in Salisbury. Yeah, but we'll circle back to that later. Another time for another day. Um, Are you content Good question. For me to wrap this up, or are there more goals that you need to share before we disappear? You know, I could talk about this for a while, but I think this is a good time for it. I'm excited to hear your outro. Dude, as you heard, I didn't really have a plan with the intro, and I don't really have a plan with the outro. So we're going to see what words come out of my mouth, and we'll have a good time with it, hopefully. (laughs) So thank you, everyone, for listening to the Underqualified Thoughts podcast. It was a good time diving through Caleb's desired journey for the next five years and what it's like to face uncertainty and the possibility that life might not go exactly as you planned. So it was an enjoyable conversation for me, Caleb. Uh, It was definitely plenty of times where we showed that we weren't experts, uh, but we weren't afraid to share our thoughts on topics that we don't know everything about. So I'm rambling here. I don't know how to finish this off. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Peace.